Welcome to the Songwriter Connection Podcast. Our show originates in Nashville, Tennessee, Music City, USA. We connect you to the songwriters and the stories behind your favorite songs. Join us as we take a look at the craft of songwriting through the eyes of the songwriter. Now, here's your host, Dave Linehan. Thanks, Katie. Yeah, I'm Dave, and uh, welcome to the podcast, Songwriter Connection. This is episode 13 now of season one. 13 behind us. That's uh, lucky 13. Um, And I want to talk a little bit about, well, we talk a lot about songwriting, but uh, I want to focus in on uh, singer-songwriter and uh, the artist today. And one of the things about the internet today, it really has helped uh, the internet artist because there, there are a lot of ways to get that music out there. You know, there's uh, there's different platforms. You can get played all over the world. And uh, it's a big advantage if you can perform and sing the songs that, that you're writing. And that's kind of the case with our, our guest today. And there are a lot of great organizations that help to promote independent artists today. And some of these independent artists are absolutely tearing it up. I'm so proud of our guest today. Had a chance to write with her a few times. And we get together about every other week. She is a Little Rock, Arkansas native. And... Um, lives in the suburbs of, of Little Rock. Her name is Pamela Hopkins. Pamela, thanks for joining us today. How are you today? I'm great. How are you doing? We're doing the Zoom, Zoom thing. Because obviously, you're just outside of Little Rock, and I'm here in Music City, USA. But you make a lot of trips here, don't you? I do, a few times a year. Yeah, I come up there and record a lot, so I yeah. say a lot. A few times a year. <laughs> I was reading over your bio, and it said that... Uh, you you made your first uh, trip to, and made an album here in Nashville back in '95, and then you know life happens, <laughs> you know. Yes, yes, and, absolutely. And you put it away for a while, but then you got back into it here in 2020. Um, tell us about that journey. Well, so back in '95, I was you know just a young gal, young gal, and. Uh, you know, back then the internet wasn't really big. And obviously, I mean, I didn't yeah. even know the internet existed at that point. I was like, <laughs> yeah. what is that? I think that was, you know, about the time that people were starting to discover it. Right. But you, you couldn't do, there wasn't a lot out there. So mm-hmm. I, I want to say that um, either my parents, that's when newspapers were real big, probably saw an ad, you know, come to Nashville and audition for whatever, some <laughs> free recording time. And if we pick you, you'll be, you know, pitch to the the big, you know, the big labels, blah, 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 blah. Right. So you go and you audition. So we made the trip. We went and my brother and I auditioned and they picked me up, you know, basically, oh, we want to work with her. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Okay. Well, I'm young. I'm not, I'm in college and uh, my parents were trying to push me that way. And I was like, uh, they talked us into, you know, well, she's got to, she's got to get an album. We're going to record 10 original songs and then we're going to take it and we're going to pitch it to these labels. Mm-hmm. And it, so we, we are recorded it uh, down there off the row um, or on, on music row. I said, right on, on music, music row. row. What an experience though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's when the, you know, it was reels. <laughs> <laughs> Back when we had music I, on reel. Yeah. Right, the reels. Yeah. <laughs> right. but I, so I knew nothing really about it, but I went in there and, rec- you know, I learned my songs. They gave me probably, 40 songs to pick from I had to pick 10 maybe Mm. 50 I picked 10 that I liked and was not really writing I didn't know anything the only thing I'd ever done was karaoke Mm. you know and so I was like well this is exciting I'm gonna have 10 you know 10 original songs and this is so cool that is yeah and then I went and recorded them and the recording quality wasn't that great and (laughs) (laughs) they never pitched me so oh no that's terrible we just gave them a bunch of money and I have I have uh, had a thousand t- uh, cassette tapes out of the deal, oh. and uh, <laughs> paid 
put them in places like, you know, Hastings would take your original, you know, they take independent artists. And so yeah. sold, sold a few, but I have the rest of them here. So uh, you cannot find these. Uh, if you are a lucky owner of one, you have to get it from me. <laughs> and uh, if you join my fan club, I'm glad to send one to you. If really? you, find a cas- <laughs> if you have <laughs> yeah. a cassette, you, jo- you join my fan club and you pay the $30 to get, it's a t-shirt, uh, my current EP and then I send you that as a bonus. <laughs> you know, that's one of the things eventually on this podcast, I want to talk to you about the great way that you market yourself as an independent artist. Let me tell you a little bit about Pamela Hopkins. She is a multi-instrumentalist. Your first instrument was a cello. Is that right? Absolutely. Unbelievable. Yes, I learned cello. Yes. Started that in fifth grade and then moved to uh, piano, mm-hmm. uh, a little bit of piano, not a whole <laughs> lot. I had to take theory in, in school. I went to a magnet school for music. Uh-huh. So I uh, moved in, kind of, you know, did a little piano and learned some theory behind, uh, you know, the instruments because I was playing cello, too. So that yeah. was kind of required and then moved into choir in high school and uh, went from there, went to college on scholarship for music. Uh, yeah, for music, for cello, for orchestra and choir. That so, is, that's and great. then the, the Nashville trip happened. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, yeah, I decided that wasn't for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. You had some detours then, along the way, and we're going to talk about it. Right, right, right. But I want to focus in on a song that really is kind of, this is autobiographical, right? Our first song, Little Rock Famous? Yes. T- tell the story. We always kind of the, the story behind this song. And this was a cool song and video. The video's out there on YouTube and anywhere you get video. So tell us how this song came about. Well, so the last uh, seven and a half, eight years, I've been performing in Little Rock. Mm-hmm. as a dueling piano player that we're, you know, so the multi-instrumentation, I've come back to that. So mm-hmm. now I play piano every weekend. Yeah. Um, it's my job. And so we take requests and we do all that. Well, about three and a half years ago, four years ago, I was like, what do I sound like? You know, for four yeah. years, I've been doing everybody else's music. What do I sound like? And I had like a following that would come in to the place I worked, which now is Willie D's. I, I started off at Ernie Biggs. Now I'm at Willie D's. Um, and they would come in and they're like, we're here to see you. We love the way you sing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, but I'm performing everybody else's stuff. So great that I'm known. Wonderful. But what am I doing? And so I started my own, you know, got back into my own music and what do I sound like now? Mm-hmm. And I uh, started developing that. Well, one of my ideas was, you know, I hashtagged for probably two years before I ever wrote the song. I'm Little Rock Famous. You know, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I may not be known anywhere else than the small town of Little Rock. People know me um, enough to where here's a funny story about that. So and I'll make this real quick. But my, my family and I uh, went to a haunted house a few years ago. I love Halloween. It's like my favorite holiday, if we consider it a holiday. But <laughs> one of my favorite times of year is Halloween. And uh, we went to a haunted house, and it's it's pitch dark out there, pitch black. Mm-hmm. And this is what kind of solidified the, the Little Rock famous and kind of got me where, you know, I need to write that. Mm-hmm. We were standing there, and I had been working four nights a week. So I, by Sunday, I have a raspy voice. You know, it's 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 torn up from the week. That and does I, wear on your voice, yeah. Yeah, it does. Uh-huh. And then I was performing four and five days a week at that time oh, gosh, yeah. um, instead of two or three. Yeah, at yeah. three hours a night. So that's a lot of hours on a voice. Well, I'm yeah. standing there talking to my kids, and – uh, we're just chit-chatting or whatever. And the girl behind me, now you can't see anybody. Like you can't see four feet in front of you. You just know there's people there. You can't tell who they are. Yeah. And I'm wearing dark clothes. I've got a hoodie on because I have no makeup on. I don't want anybody seeing me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to be recognized at this point. And she taps on my shoulder and she's like, do you work at Willie D's? <laughs> I was like, I do. <laughs> and I said, how do you know that? And she said, it's your voice. Wow. She said, I knew I had heard it. And I had said something about singing to my kids, like in conversation. I guess you heard me say that. She goes, I know your voice anywhere. And she said, I kept thinking, that's her. That's her. I know that. Your name's Pamela. 
And I was like, yes. yes. And that, so I was kind of like, I literally am Little Rock Famous. You are Little you know? Rock Famous, girl. <laughs> so I started thinking about how to write that. And I got with my, my current producer and his wife, and we decided to write it. So that was on the first four songs that I cut last May. Wonderful. Uh, that were released all last year. And it was, uh, we. It, I wanted it to be kind of like my signature song that, you know, um, it doesn't matter. I love what I do. I mm. love performing. I love writing. I love putting out music. I love the emotion of it. I love getting out there and just doing my thing and watching people smile. Or if I do something that's touching, having their heart touched, whatever it's, it's my thing. I like, I, we, we've talked in, happier the, in my life on yeah. past podcasts. That's the real, real way you get paid is when you touch people and they, they right. tell you about it. And uh, that is the biggest thrill, isn't it? Yeah. it? It is. And so when we were writing it, I was like, well, here's some lines I have. And I, I know I want it to be like a rock country, like a country rock song. Yeah. And I want it to jam. And so we got started writing and I was like, well, here's the story. And so it, it literally talks about everything in it is true. It is a, an autobiographical song. And if I never go any further than where I am, I will die a happy person. Wow. Because I just love it. I love performing. I love getting on stage. I love doing my thing. And I don't even, I feel like I'm a different person when I'm on stage. And I, people sit and tell me, they're like, you're so confident. I'm like, well, I'm really not. Mm. Like, we would never know that. And I'm like, <laughs> everything melts. So I could look like total poo, but I'm on stage and it, like, I forget. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you. Know, you. I'm not exactly a skinny chick. And so I even forget like my fat rolls are hanging over. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just do it. And I make these funny faces and, you know, so it's, it's just one of those, uh, like just, it's me. So, you, you know, that's me. Well, we've heard a lot about what is the makeup of Pamela Hopkins, which he's all about. And for the rest of the story, let's listen to this great song right here. Little Rock Famous on the Songwriter Connection podcast. Our guest is Pamela Hopkins. Chasing this crazy dream to who knows where. I spent many years raising my kids, and now I play my music for tears. I don't have fame or fortune.
Oh, yeah. Did I tell you this girl could sing? Pamela Hopkins is our guest on the Songwriter Connection podcast. That's all you need to know about her. She's Little Rock famous. But actually, I think you're a little bit more famous than that. You're getting out there, girl. uh, I'm trying. I'm trying. You are. You're doing a great job with that, too. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah. You know. (laughs) A lot of effort, that's for sure. (laughs) And I know you as a great performer. And I'll tell you, you you want to really sharpen your chops and you play piano. Try getting a job at a dueling piano bar, right? I mean, think about that for a second. You're you're up there, just you and another person, right? And you're getting all these requests and you're entertaining that audience and you're going... One cover after another. You got to learn. A, you've got to know a lot of songs. It's like yeah. you said. It pushes that voice to the limit. Tell, it does. tell us about how you got that that job. That is not anybody can get a job doing that. No. So, uh, like I said, about uh, probably eight and a half years ago now. Um, kind of, I was teaching. You know, I was a teacher, and uh, my parents got sick, and oh. you know, it, it was one of those things that was kind of like. Um, you know, I, I started having music. It started to, you know, try to fill my life again. Basically, I was like, I really want to do this again. You know, it's something that I, I did way back when. I really enjoyed it. And um, we, my husband and I went to a dueling piano bar. And I was like, you know, I haven't played piano in like 20 years. Like, I don't even know if I could still play. Really? Like, it's been that long? Here. Wow. Right, right. Like, and I wasn't great at playing before. <laughs> like, I wasn't good. I was a very, I was a beginner who could read a little bit of music. But I was like, I, I was like, eh you know, never really picked it up. Well, I started watching their hands and I got up and I said, Hey, uh, this guy's name is Dave Rosico. And I didn't know him. And I just went up there and I said, Hey, I sing. Um, can I get up and sing a song with you guys? Cause I had done it before, you know, in the past, gotten up and sang with the dueling piano bar. You usually have to pay a fee. It's called a stage fee and they'll get up and they'll play a song and you are featured basically up there. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, I can sing. Of course, you know, I get done singing. I sang me and Bobby McGee. And he was like, man, you're, you're really good. You're a good singer. And I was like, well, thank you. And I was like, Hey, I play piano. I kind of, I kind of fibbed a little. Uh, (laughs) No, you play piano. (laughs) No, but I didn't at the time. I didn't. And uh, I, cause I hadn't played in 20 years and I was, oh, he goes, you do. And I was like, yeah, I'm really interested. Like, how do I get into this? And of course, now that I'm in the, the job, we get that a lot, mm-hmm. you know, Hey, I do this. And I'm like, well, learn 30 songs. I just do the same thing. He told me, learn 30 songs, come back and see me. 30 songs. Yeah. 30 songs. Mm-hmm. And I did. <laughs> I sat at home and I, every, I looked up every two or three chord song. <laughs> That would be a popular top yeah. 40 song. So things like, you know, Jolene. Jolene, of course. Up? Yeah, What's Up? Me yeah. and Bobby McGee, uh, Redneck Woman. So I'm finding Good all stuff. the female songs I can find that are two and three chords that are well-known that would be actually be played at a piano bar. Mm-hmm. And I sat and I learned, relearned how to play the piano. And I learned a different way to play piano because the way I had learned was reading music and that's not what we do. Yeah. We don't read the music. We read chords and we listen, use our ear a lot. So... I now am very proficient at it because I've done it for years now, but at first it was hard. And I can tell you, I did not have a keyboard where I could plug in headphones. Um, Mm. I had a, an upright grand, which is sitting across from me right now. That's from like 1918. So my uh, family got to hear all these songs (laughs) over and over over and over and over and then trying to learn, relearn piano and sing it at the same time. So it would go, it was slow going, but it took me about probably about five months um, and I went back and I talked to him again and said, okay, what do I do now? <laughs> and he was like, well, uh, let me hear what you got. And he met me up there and, and I said, I've got these songs and I can read these songs now. I know how to read them. I didn't have them all by memory, but <laughs> enough that I could perform them 
sing them, play them, and and read the the chords and and get through it. And he said, well, you can come up here on Thursdays, and um, I'll, I'll let you get up on stage. And as you add songs, get you some stage time. Of course, that's free. You don't get paid. <laughs> you don't get tips. You get nothing. Nothing. You get nothing. You're doing it out of love of your heart. <laughs> <laughs> and exposure, right? <laughs> Well, or just say, you know, because Thursdays are slow, so there yeah. might be a few people that would let, you know, they understand because it's like, you know, maybe 10 people in the club and they can kind of explain it. Like, hey, she's learning, we're teaching her, you know, let her, she's going to get up here and play for, you know, 20 minutes if you guys will, and, you know, she sings great, so. Had to be nerve-wracking. <laughs> oh, yeah, but you just do it, and then you start adding more and more and more as you get more time, and then uh, the place I started at, which was uh, called King's here in Conway down the street from me, Conway's about a 15-minute drive from my house. Mm-hmm. And um, I would go in every Thursday, every Thursday. Well, they stopped doing dueling pianos. And I said, I looked at Dave and I said, well, what am I doing now? <laughs> like, where do I go? What do I do? This is what I want to do. And I was like, I kind of had like a shock moment. I was yeah. like, oh, and no. so uh, he said, and I was still teaching at the time. And he said, um, well, he said, uh, you can go down to Little Rock and Ernie Biggs will train you. So I walked in there and he said, talk to this person. And I went in and did the same thing. I sat in and. I uh, said, I'm really interested in this. this. Is what I want to do. And he said, uh, Okay, we'll be here every Thursday. He said, Here's my number. I'll teach you with some of this stuff. And then I got with the, one of the guys I play with now, which is uh, Mateo. And he said, Let me help you with some grooves. He worked at Willie D's, which is where I work now. And I mm-hmm. kind of started meeting all the people that were in the in the job. And um, he said, Well, come over. I'm gonna show you some grooves you need because you can't do one groove the whole time. No. You can't do it. Like, no, you're bored everybody. Up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so let me show you these other grooves. You need to work on these, mm-hmm. you know. And so I did. And eventually this new school year had started and uh went down there on like one of the Thursday nights and um Frisbee, the guy that I was under, was like, Hey, I need somebody to play. This is on a Tuesday. He said, I need somebody to play Thursday. You want your first paid shift? Yeah. Yes. Let me think about I it. I was like, What am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing? And I was like, I just said yes as confidently as I could. Yep. He goes, yep. you think you're ready? I'm like, absolutely. And of course I left out of there looking at my husband because we just happened to be downtown <laughs> eating because he had a, a function, like something we were down there for that. And uh, I just looked at him. I said, I'm getting my first paid shift on Thursday. And he said, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start getting paid. <laughs> yes. You know, <laughs> and it's just gone from there and, and you just learn more. And now, you know, it's, uh, you know, a lot of people know who I am in that world, which is good. Because right. I've, I've traveled all over playing. I've traveled to Seattle. I've played on cruises. On the cruise lines. Was it Holland Cruise Lines you played on? That had to be uh, fun. Nor- Norwegian. Norwegian. So, yeah. Yeah. They, they have Hell at the Moon. So Whoa, wow. before it stopped last year, I was, I'd spent a month on COVID. a cruise line playing. Yeah. So That's yeah. cool. Will you do, is that something you want to want to do again? Oh yes, yes, yes. I love. Yeah, I love playing on cruises. And then I did the uh, kind of. It's not USO, but it's it's similar. It's called. Um, I work for Pro Tour Entertainment or Pro mm-hmm. Tour Productions, mm-hmm. and we go over and uh, entertain the troops during Christmas. That's cool. And wow, we thought That's great we were going to be able to do it again this year, but because yeah. of COVID, they still weren't letting us on base. Yeah. So we it was canceled for this year. So hopefully this next year I'll be back. And last year I was in uh, Europe. I was all over Italy and Portugal and Greece. Oh, that's so and, cool. Yeah, so wonderful way to see the world with your music, huh? Yeah, yeah. which was kind of a goal for you too, right? Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. love traveling. Yeah, hey, you know, it's it, what you do. It's it's a special kind of person that can entertain in the in the dueling piano bars like that. You guys just command the audience. You get everybody going, and you keep them going. And the thing that surprises me is they'll drop you any kind of crazy request, and you guys, how do you know it's how do you do that? I want to know how you well, do that. So, and that's, I used to be amazed by it too. It's like a magician, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. how do you know all these songs? They know everything. Oh, yeah. They know all my music. Yeah. Well, uh, most of us love music. Yeah. Um, and so I, I'm not as adept 
uh, at the newer stuff that's out because mm-hmm. we still get a lot of classic rock and yeah. older R and B. And so that, but the same requests come up. Yeah. I mean, and so usually even if it's something that, you know, um, so for instance, I'm gonna give you an example. Um, you know, journey is a really big, right. big band. We get a lot of journey cause that's, they have a lot Don't of sing along songs. Yeah. Right. So, um, I know, I can cover probably six of their songs because, you know, there are six that come up. Now, mm-hmm. obviously, every now and then somebody will throw in Will in the Sky, you know, or something that doesn't come up very often. Well, all of us know Journey well enough. Somebody can read it. Generally, we can read it. Mm-hmm. Um, or say Def Leppard, you know, pour some sugar on me. Well, <laughs> a photograph is not as popular that comes up, but every now and then it does. But I'm familiar enough with it. I can, quote, cover it. So I could just pull it up. Yeah. So you end up Crazy knowing good. what's most requested and that's the things we've learned and we memorize because that's, what's going to make us our money, mm-hmm. you know, it's our money songs. And then you kind of know the other popular ones because we listen to the radio and could cover it. Or you'll see if you ever see us on stage and somebody brings up a request and say they put a $20 bill with it, I'm going to take a listen to it. Yeah, I'm sure. so You might see me put my phone up to my ear while I'm on stage <laughs> and I'm listening to see if I know the song. Can Why I pull not? it off? Yeah. I've got the chords pulled up. I'm looking at the words. Can I get the phrasing? And so we start learning just out of repetition in what we do, how to um, do a version of a song that is passable. <laughs> There's a real art to it. Practice. It really in practice. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in in, if you want to watch, you you guys stream it, don't you, on the weekends? I've seen some streams of you doing it. Sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes. For your Facebook Live. Yeah. Yeah. During COVID, we were streaming a lot um, because people couldn't make it out. But now that people are coming out, like our club's completely open now. So dance clubs, everything's open. Things are open. Um, That's good. It's we're not streaming it as much, but you can find them if you go to my page. You can find the streams. They're on there, so you can watch them. So let's flash forward in in 2020. You come to Nashville, recording in uh, in Franklin. Now you got to pick songs and start writing songs for your solo career. And you get this song that I remember watching this video saying, "This is so fun," called "Cranking Up the Crazy." And you got a great story behind this song. I want to play it next, but tell us the story behind that one. Okay, so uh, quickly, uh, last year, last January. now, I had been kind of familiar with Jim Femino, who is the Great main writer. writer of that song. It's mm-hmm. it's him and Janae Fleenor. Janae Fleenor is from Arkansas, I think from Springdale, Arkansas. She's a fiddle player. And a CMA uh, award-winning fiddle player. Yes, Instrumentalist of the year last year. She's amazing. Yeah. Right, right. She also, she plays for Blake Shelton and she plays yeah. for The Voice. So wow. she's, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. She's wow. great. She's a co-writer on the song with Jim Femino. But uh, last January, uh, I made a trip to to Nashville with my mom and I was going to meet with a few writers because at that point I'm, I wasn't good at writing. I had ideas, but I needed co-writers. I'm just not good at writing by myself, which, you know, I'm, I'm good with people. No, you're good at writing <laughs> I'm, too. I'm a, I'm a good collaborator with other minds. Um, <laughs> and uh, I had nothing, but I was like, I've got to find some more songs. I want to get back in the studio. This I can't just keep these same EP songs and travel on that forever. So I've got to keep going. Right. And um, reached out to Jim Femino through uh, a buddy of mine who wrote Friends Like You, which is one of my other songs named Jim Pollock. He's friends with Jim. He's like, yeah, he goes, man, this is a good dude to know. So I just sent him a message. I was like, hey, I'm just curious. I'm coming to Nashville. Um, I'd love to meet with you and hear what you have in your catalog. Now, Jim Femino, for those of you that don't know who he is, he wrote Just Got Started Loving You Great by song. James Otto, which was number, number one, one mm-hmm. in, in 2008. Yeah. Right. Well, he's got some other hit songs that were, you know, top billboard songs. And he, he wrote does. for, I think, Toby Keith for like 10 years. And 
he's known well there in Nashville. If you don't know him, Google him. <laughs> yeah, right, you'll right, be right. Surprised. They call him Uncle Sexy. Yeah. But um, he was like, yeah, sure, I'll meet with you. I'd love for you to hear my catalog and blah, blah, blah. And he was like, I'm honored you picked me. I'm like, really? I'm honored you even like, what? <laughs> like, do you know who you are? <laughs> like, I know who you are. Do you know who you are? You know, I'm like, I'm nobody. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I get to Nashville. I meet with a couple other co-writers that had, I had done some songs there before, which is Lala Deaton. And um, uh, she's one of them that I met with and listened to some stuff she had available and chose a couple of songs and some of her co-writers weren't wanting to release the songs I chose yet. So mm-hmm. I had to kind of like, well, I guess I'm not doing those. Okay. Uh, I met with uh, Jim and well, he caught me. I'll back that up a little bit. He had a heart attack that day oh, the night before. Mm. <laughs> no. uh, it was like heart attack number five. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's got some heart issues. And he texted me and he said, hey, um, I might not be able to meet with you tomorrow. We were supposed to have lunch together. And uh, I said, is everything okay? And he was like, well, uh, I think I just had another heart attack. And I got to call my doctor in the morning. I'm like, call your doctor in the morning. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> hospital. And yeah. he was like, no, 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 I'm good. You know, he said, but they may put me in the hospital. And I was like, oh, okay, well. If that happens and you need somebody to visit you, I'm here. I'm more than happy to come and, you know, visit with you. You don't have to pitch me anything, but just to meet you. If you're comfortable with that, if you're not, that's cool. I I get it. And I'll come back. You know, it's a five and a half hour drive for me. I'll I'll come back another time. And I'm thinking, please don't die on me. (laughs) Like, please don't die. And uh, he didn't. Luckily, he didn't. Uh, Well, he texts me back. He goes, let me find out what the doctors are going to say, what they're going to do. So he texts me back a little bit and he goes, well, they're going to admit me. But uh, I think I'll be able to meet with you about 6.30 or 7, whatever time it was at night. And I was like, really? And he was like, yeah, come to this hospital, this room, you know, because his wife was up with his kids. And I think she has some medical issues, too. So his daughter was taking care of her. And he's kind of by himself. And I was like, well, all right, <laughs> I'll come. And we sat there and he had his computer out and he pulls his computer up and he goes, well, here's some songs I'd like to pitch to you. And he pitched them to me in the hospital. Oh so if you go to his Twitter page, there's a picture of me and him. Well, he's in the hospital. Well, he's in the hospital. He's in a gown. And he's like, what some artists will do to get a good song. You know, that is the wildest pitch story I have ever heard. That's just crazy. So well, we loved the pit. We loved the song. You love the song? Like three, yeah, I picked three songs. Crank It Up to Crazy, uh, Somebody Here's Walking, which was released in December. Oh, yeah. Great and song. I, chose, uh, I chose Me Being Me. Me Being Me. Uh, which is, uh, I recorded this last time. So if, if I release that one, it'll be released later this year. That's cool. So, well, let's play Cranking Up the Crazy, and then I want to ask you about the video next. Because, again, these videos are out there. Look for Pamela Hopkins on YouTube. They're out there. They're great, and they're so much fun. Just Cranking Up the Crazy, Pamela Hopkins. You know everybody needs a little breaky break. Living large in slow motion. I got a yard. Hell, who needs a notion? And he's sitting there in his sexy tan lines. In the long chair next to mine. Cranking up crazy. Crazy. 
radio, playing low. Now hold up, it's getting out of control. We might just sit back and take a nap. Like my blue tick red, yo, he rolls like that, yeah. He might boot scoot later tonight. Throw it back, meet the neon lights. Until that sun sets in the sky. We'll be rocking out a wasting time. Cranking up the crazy. Cranking up the crazy. Yes, we are. Are you saying chicken bones? Chicken bones? Chicken. <laughs> bone chicka. Bone chicka bone bone. Well, unless you watch the video, then you might think it's a chicken bone. <laughs> yeah. Hey, where can they see that video? Tell, Give us your webpage and everything. So you have to, for, for that particular video, you'll have mm-hmm. to just search uh, Pamela search. Hopkins Vivo. It's so out V-E-V-O, there. V-E-V-O, all one word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've got two different YouTube channels. One is an artist channel and one is for my official videos, which okay. is a Vivo channel. And gotcha. uh, it's like got a bunch of numbers at the end of it. So ah. I would say just put... Google that. Pamela Hopkins, Vivo, and you'll it'll pop up all my official music videos. And you want to see it? It's such a fun video. It is such a fun song. <laughs> and with the weather getting nice now, you know, it's that's one of those songs right there. Interesting story there too, huh? Um, almost got a little injured filming that. Huh? Oh no, I got injured. You I did got, get injured. It was no- <laughs> Oh, wasn't no. almost about I had it. a I had a bruise the size of Montana on my my uh, left leg and bruises behind my knees and on my knees and on my face. Yeah, no, I uh, there's a part in the video, and if you you'll have to rewind it and and you know look at it over and over again. But it's the part where it says Pam Cam, and uh, part of it says and I hold up, it's getting out of control. And you'll see the Pam, the Pam, Pam Cam, Cam, and I fly off of the slide onto the ground. It's one of those blow up slide things. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So the first time I went down, I was in um, dry clothes. Oh, no. And so I didn't get the, quote, air they wanted me to get. Oh. Go down it again. Well, we were, you know, I was in shorts because it was July. And um, I had lotion on my legs because I'm. I'm as bad as white as I come. And I had like a bronzer on my leg because I didn't want to like blind everybody in the video. <laughs> so I had lotion on my legs to make sure that my legs looked nice, you know, in the video. And yeah, uh, wet lotion. <laughs> 
asked for a very slippery slope. And and you certainly got air that time, didn't you? Uh, Right, right, right. So apparently, because I was doing other things in the video, I didn't notice that because people were sliding down. Like, because we had kids out there during the video shoot, but we weren't over in that area a lot. So the kids were having a good time on the water slide while we were doing other stuff. I wasn't watching uh, some of the people actually go over the end of the slide. So I had no clue. Mm that that was going on and so apparently you know my husband was like well i was ready to catch you but you didn't you know the first time but you didn't have any air so i didn't worry about it so the second time i went down he was talking to somebody oh no so he didn't catch me he didn't catch you I went off the side oh my yeah yeah well, so at the, the very end of the video there's a picture of me upside down it's like that rolls the credits <laughs> that's, that's me up in the air check it out it's so much fun <laughs> And no one was actually yeah. killed in the filming of that. So, no, yeah, no, I heard, I did hurt though, <laughs> but I had drank enough. Uh, they were feeding me uh, like the sparkling there you go. Uh, seltzers. You know, I don't even know what you call it because I'm a shot kind of gal <laughs> if I'm going to drink. But they were like, they were cold were. and it was 110 degrees outside. And oh, I, was, so I was just, they're called Trulies, but okay. you know, the, what do you call those? Uh, White claws? Or? Like sel- oh, seltzers. So hard seltzers? Seltzer, yeah. Hard seltzers, yeah. yeah. Okay. Not my thing, but those are pretty tasty when you're hot. <laughs> yeah, they quench, they quench. You know, you do such a great job of marketing yourself, Pamela, you really do. Not just the videos and getting the videos out there, but your merchandising and everything. And that's, that's the total package today when you're an independent artist. And that's really, really cool. Like, I know your new record coming out. You've got T-shirts designed and hats and things. And all of that's available on your website, too, right? It is. It yeah. is available on my website. You can get a, a custom-made hat for my new song. Am yeah. I allowed to mention it yet? The new sure. song that we co-wrote? Yeah, yeah. we're going to play it a little bit. So, yeah, so Giving a Damn Don't Go My Outfit. That's yeah. a, the newest merch I have. So there's custom hats. There's some with cheetah, yeah. cheetah leopard print on them. Gray. I've got some tumblers, some T-shirts, hoodies. That's and cool. uh, yeah. yeah. And and it's... Uh, merch is a big part of it, you know? Yeah, yeah. it really is. You know, I'm really excited about it. Yeah, I bet. and you just got a new sponsor. Uh, Gone Country, did I see today? Yeah, Gone Country Hats uh, is one of my sponsors. So if you're a cowboy, cowgirl, hat kind of wearing person, check out their stuff at uh, www.gonecountryhats.com. And uh, yeah, so I I put out my my, uh, sponsor video a little bit ago and... That's cool. And I watched that this morning. Yeah, yeah. We're we're talking here in uh, April uh, and the show I know doesn't doesn't uh, stream until until uh, May, but um, that is really really cool. You know, this other thing, you're on all the socials, so just search for Pamela Hopkins and you will find her um, become yeah. a Facebook friend. I want to congratulate you. Uh, the International Singers Songwriters Association International, uh, they're uh, they're just announcing their their nominations for uh, the ISSA awards and you are nominated for 7 of them. That's incredible. Seven, including Entertainer of the Year, Female Songwriter of the Year. So you got to feel good about that. Yeah, (laughs) I'm loving it. I I got that and I was like, (laughs) woohoo. Yeah, fantastic. And you're also nominated for an award in the Arkansas um, Associate. What's that one? Um, It's Arkansas Country Music Awards. Uh, I found, I find out June 7th if I get female vocalist of the year. It's my first year to be officially nominated. And uh, they do a big award show, kind of like the CMAs. That's Uh, great. They do a big award show here. And um, yes, my first year ever being nominated. So just to get the one out of five, you know, Mm. with ISSA, there's a, there's a lot of people nominated and I guess they whittle it down. Right. Um, this one, you everybody puts in for nominations, and the official list there's like five in each category. So wow. out of everybody's nominations, they whittle it down to just five. That's great. And I got a yeah, an official nomination for female vocalist of the year. So I'm super That's proud great. about that. 
Well, Even if I don't win, I'm like, woo! Yeah. <laughs> but an honor to be nominated. Yeah. Right. Now, yeah. Um, you have a song out, um, uh, and again, this is airing in May, so it, it's a couple year, a couple of months old by now, but this is a song that is really getting chart success. It's getting played all on playlists all over the world, and it's a special song. Video is out there, too. It's called Little Things that you co-wrote. And this is an amazing story. I want to play this song, but again, it's Songwriter Connection Podcast. We're about the stories behind the songs. Tell me that story, will you? Tell me your story, Pamela. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> about uh, probably a year, two, year and a half ago, well, maybe about a year ago, I had, I, I've always wanted to do a duet. I'm like, I really want to do a duet. And I keep notes, you know, as you know, because I write with you, keep notes in my phone. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Love that. And I do too. All that stuff. Yeah. And uh, I had this idea and I went to a couple of uh, my buddies here that that write and that are musicians. And I said, hey, I really want to do this duet. I'd love to write with you. And they're like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We'd love to write. Well, nobody would ever get with me. And I was mm. like, uh, well, okay. Um, <laughs> mm. I'll find somebody else. Well, so... Fast forward, you know, I work at Willie D's and I have people that come in that, that know me and know I sing. And I get a lot of people who go, oh, do you know so-and-so? Do you know so-and-so? Well, a lot of people I don't know. I just don't know them. And I'm also a former police officer. And a couple of my friends are like, well, do you know this guy named Matt Dame? He used to be a cop too. And I'm like, no, I don't know all cops. Like I was in it for 13 <laughs> years in my past, but I don't know them all. Right. They're like, well, he moved to Nashville about 15 years ago. Um, he's a singer-songwriter and he's amazing. You two would sound great together. Wow. And I'd heard it a couple of times. Like first time I was like, yeah, okay, whatever, yeah. you know. And then I heard it again from another buddy of mine that used to be my captain. And he was like, yeah, man, he's a good dude too. Like you need yeah, to, he is. you need to, yeah, if you know. I, yeah, I, you just, need to, I just need to break in and just, just tell you sure. a little bit more about Matt Dame. He is really known in this town as one of the best demo singers in Nashville. And, and he really is an incredible voice. I, he's probably done five, six demos for me. And I absolutely love his voice. And you two together. Right. <laughs> So anyway, you finally hooked up, right? Yeah, I did. I finally looked him up because I was like, okay, you know, tell me once. eh, All right. Tell me twice to different people. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I need to look into this. And I kind of had this idea and it started to form, you know, my idea started to form. I'm like, you know, I just, I I, I watch people all the time. What are these little things that make people stay together? You know, after all these years, I get on your nerves, you wake up next to them every day and I'm still here. Why? Yeah. And so I had my list of things that, that keep me with my husband. You know, we've been together for 26 years almost. That's great. And, and uh, I was like, but I can't speak for a guy. Mm-hmm. So I need to find this person. And so I went and listened to some of his stuff and I was like, oh my gosh. He's amazing. That That's my duet partner. And mm-hmm. he's got um, a song that I absolutely love. If you guys want to check it out called Whiskey and Memories that him and my other co-writer wrote together, Trapped and Hardy. Um, that it, it just is such a touch. And so I listen to that song. I can't tell you how many times on repeat. Mm. I know they probably got a thousand listens on that just because I just left it on repeat. I was, I know all the words, um, just a beautiful song. <laughs> and I, I hit him up on Facebook and I said, Hey, I got a couple friends that told me about you. And he goes, it's funny because I think one of them ended up being his cousin. Uh, who was also a cop that had told me, he said, yeah, he's like, he told me I needed to reach out to you, but I know who you were. Mm. He's like, so thanks for reaching out. And I said, well, so that's idea. it was meant to be. Yeah. yeah. Here's my idea. Uh, would you like to co-write and sing this song with me? I love your voice. And he was like, yeah, sure. That'd be cool. Let's set it. I don't have any time. This, you know, this, we, this went on from June until we actually wrote the song in, in September. Wow. <laughs> and uh, he, we finally, we, we got a, a time and he said, uh, do you mind? Cause he was moving and doing some other stuff. And he's like, I'll have time this, this day. And uh, he said, do you mind if I bring in another co-writer named Trapped and Harvey? And I said, no, absolutely. Like to me, 
three is a good number, which you know, two, two, three, you got three minds. It's a good number. He said, well, he's a great lyricist. Uh, so send me your stuff. I sent it to him and we did a zoom call and we were on the call, maybe two, two and a half hours total. First time I had ever talked to him, I'd say face to face, but it wasn't face to face. It was through zoom, Zoom. but, um, had ever actually spoken to him. And, um, then, so we wrote the song. Uh, I think it took us maybe an hour and a half, a little over to write the song. He did the work tape. He sent it over to me. I went to Nashville in October since he's already there out to Franklin, you know, he was like, well, I'll just meet you over at the studio. First time I'd ever laid eyes on him in person. Uh, we did this photo shoot where we were looking a little bit more intimate, you know, but we just met each other and sang it through plexiglass. Basically he was on one side of the plexiglass. I was on the other side and we knocked it out in about 30 minutes. Wow. And that's wow. the product you hear. Wow. Well, let's play it. It's a great song. Like I said, it's getting a lot of attention out there and here is little things, Matt Dane and our guest, Pamela Hopkins. Songwriter Connection Podcast. You know when to get close and when to stay away. You know how to bring the sun to my darkest days. You know just what turns me on and just what turns me on. Like the way you call me baby And call me all night long It's those little things that make my heart melt Everything that you won't find in a fairy tale It's what wakes me up and puts me to bed Looking back I know I'm blessed It ain't white picket fences Fancy cars and diamond rings Like my granny did How to leave a trace of lipstick On my lips mm-hmm. You know just what turns me on Just what turns me on Like the way you dance with me And lead me down the hall It's those little things That make my heart melt Everything that you won't find In a fair It's so true. It is those little things, you know. 
Great song. Pamela Hopkins with Matt Bain. Matt, one of the most um, in-demand voices here in Nashville. And it's just a great duet. Great song that you co-wrote, huh? Yes. (laughs) And the video's out there, too. And it's a touching video. There's another video you need to look up. And a little story behind that, too, huh? Yeah. (laughs) So our original idea was uh, for me to travel back to uh, the Nashville area, which Matt now is in uh, Muscle Shoals. Uh, he just moved there and uh, we were going to travel there, me and my videographer and uh, do make it look like we were in the studio again. Like we actually recorded it there. And I, I contacted Matt. And I said, Hey, want to do a video, blah, blah, blah. And he said, please don't take offense to this. I don't want to be in a video. <laughs> I'm like, how am I going to do a video then if you're not in it? Like I can't just sing it myself. It's a duet. Mm. He was like, I, I just really don't want to do it. He's like, I don't like leaving my house. I'm like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just, now I'm a studio rat. I don't want to do it. I don't want, I don't want the limelight at all. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So we had to kind of come up with something creative. And I thought, you know, I've got a lot of friends. We're, you know, friends with, with couples around here that have been together a long time, like yeah. as long as we have. And I thought, well, you know, I'll just find my, my friends that are couples that, They've been together 20 plus years and just use them. And they're all like, yeah, we'd love to do it. And of course, you know, so it's very, it's a personal journey in that, uh, that particular video. Um, because all the couples, you know, every one of us have only been married as far as I know once. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's (laughs) rare today. Right. Right. Except, so except for, uh, Susan and Clifford in the video, they're more, they're more, I'd say newlyweds. I think they've been married like three years. Um, but she's she's closer to my age. She waited a long time to get married. Her first marriage, her husband's first marriage. And, yeah. and not saying that, you know, that's not right. something you can do later. But it's just, you know, for my video, I want to be like, what keeps us together yeah. with just that one person, you know? And um, that was kind of the the thing is like, we'd sing it to each other, you yeah. know? It's little and, things. Yeah. Yeah, it's the little things. It's so that, true. That keep us together forever, you yeah. know? And, Sometimes they little things that make us nuts. So we did make fun of the video. Here's a funny thing, a little funny story. <laughs> As we were shooting it, uh, there's a scene in there where uh, Cliff and Susan are hitting each other with pillows. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember. I saw that, yeah. <laughs> and and the, the talk in the, the bedroom at that time, because we were shooting it, and he goes, so are we doing this like a for real, or like are we, you know? <laughs> and he was like, well, like, what are you talking about? She, he said, well, I mean, do I want her laying there, and I put the pillow over her face like I'm choked, like yeah, I'm trying to suffocate her? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> You know, because you get frustrated. You're like, yeah. I could just kill you in your sleep. I could just kill you in kill your sleep, sleep. You know? Right. Yeah. That's not and a little I was thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I thought, you know. <laughs> I can hear funny. I can hear that song being requested and played for anniversaries and things like that. That's just a, it's a special song. And it's the song that's breaking you out of that Little Rock famous because it's being played all over the world. And uh, it, it is. I got to congratulate It's the first you. song. Uh, yeah. beside, the one right before it, uh, Somebody Here's Walking, um, mm-hmm. started to get a little bit of traction and Little Things is kind of gaining on that. So, yeah. And it's the first one that, uh, you know, I think the timing of when I released that, which was right before Valentine's Day, right, really, really helped that out. I, I timed it to release the week before. So it would have a week before people could hear it, kind of get it out there and uh, just kind of see where it went. And that's, I mean, the, the day I released it, which was February 5th, um, February 6th, I got the charts, uh, the independent charts in Australia. So wow. I hadn't even been out 24 hours and I was number 15. Wow. That's the strong. Next week, the next oh. week it went to number one. That's great. You know? That's fantastic. And You're going to have to tour there. So. There you go. You have to get out there. I need to. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> now, um, I want to play another song. We have an advanced copy, but it's out there now. We're ta- Again, we're, 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 we're taping early April and I know this was uh, now that you're listening, it's in May. 
Um, but this is your new single. And yes. this is the Pamela Hopkins, I really know. That attitude kind of, you, you got an attitude, you know, right? And that's not a bad thing. It's a good thing, really. Well, right? but you know, you know the other stuff we co-written though that isn't yeah. out there yet. So. No, it isn't. Yeah, <laughs> but this was a fun, right? This was a an idea you brought. Right. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Can I tell about that? The first yeah, please do. <laughs> Just don't embarrass so, me. Yeah. So, so Dave and I saw. So I got I got with Melissa last summer. We were talking, and we were like, "Hey, we're going to start co-writing some stuff." And um, this is Melissa Lee, hey. by the way, who was a, a, yeah. a great singer in her own right. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so so Melissa Lee was like, well, hey, I, she's like, I don't play an instrument, but I always get with my buddy Dave, and he just knows, like, what's in my head. So <laughs> I'm going to bring him in. I was like, okay, yeah, because all I have is a piano here. I don't play guitar. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not good at coming up with melodies. Once we get rolling, I'm like, okay, I can kind of hear it, but we got to, you know, how we, our process is. Right. Um, Anyway, so I think it was the first time you and I had met over Zoom and I had just got a package in and we were kind of getting familiar with each other. And I was like, oh, my God, you got to see this shirt I just got. Oh, yeah, (laughs) that's right. I remember. Yes. And I held up that shirt and I was like, this is so me. And the shirt said, given an F doesn't go with my outfit. (laughs) And. And we laughed. <laughs> yeah, we laughed. We were making yeah. fun of it. I was like, I'm totally wearing it. You have no clue. Like, I will wear this at the club. And I can get away with it at the club because it just I can. You yeah, know, yeah. it's just who I am. Uh-huh. And uh, and we were kind of joking about it. Like, you know, we need to write that song. We need to write that song. And I want to say it was our second write. Could have been, when yeah. I, because we were finishing up back when. I think that's what the first thing I gave y'all was back when, which is coming out too later. Um, but I want to say that was our, you were like, hey, you know, I really, I remember us getting back together. Like, maybe like a couple weeks later. And you're like, I really want to write that song. I think that would be fun. Yeah. So <laughs> we changed the F. <laughs> yeah. We, well, and the, the shirt was grammatically correct. It was. It yeah. doesn't go with my outfit. Well, doesn't, yeah. doesn't fit well in a song. You're an English teacher, so you would know. <laughs> right. Yeah. So we, we, we chose with giving a damn don't go with my outfit. Right. And if you want to change the words, then you can change the words to whatever you want to change them to. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Let's play this advanced copy right here. This is out there right now. You can get it. Is this going to be a video too this will be a video wow. i am can't I wait am trying to i know this is a future podcast so huh? you might be able to might be able to find it in video form by the time this airs oh i hope so my my plan is to have the video done later this month in april that's cool and have it drop the same day that the song drops that would be cool that would yeah, be awesome so that that's my that's my plan now i might be a week off so we'll see yeah i love we'll the way you do it. it but here it is giving a damn don't go with her outfit people on the Songwriter Connection Podcast. Small town people talking Not sure what they're saying Word has it and I'm not their favorite Feel their eyes upon me They're not sure what they see My attitude and my confidence Way I wear my bling You don't Wasted where I play on Saturday night. Now some 
And the cold ending, I love it. DJs hate that, but this, I love it. <laughs> I'm okay with me. There you go. I, that is a little attitude there. I, I can't even tell anymore. Yeah, 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 a lot of attitude. <laughs> <laughs> that is fun, and that is a rocking country song. You know, yeah. So, so, so my logo, the the one that's going to be branded on everything that you yeah. guys will be able to buy. Uh, has that given a damn don't go my outfit has my name at the top on the the little banner at the bottom it says i'm okay with me oh, that's the gotta yeah. get one yeah <laughs> we get them on your web on your web page right yes yes pamela hopkins.com or music <laughs> yep pamela hopkins music.com yeah hey listen next time you get to nashville we got to get together yes. uh because i only met you on zoom but you know what would be really cool is to maybe get together in a songwriter round or something bring your piano and oh, yeah. uh and perform that would be really fun and uh, maybe even do another podcast where you can play live around the dining room table, as we say. There you uh, go. Yeah, that'd be just awesome. Hey, hey, thanks for joining us today. It's so much fun to talk to you and thanks. get inside your head a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we've You're got inside some... my head a lot. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> I hope that's a good thing. Um, well, I, no, I hope that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> it is for me. <laughs> you may be like, I don't want to be in there. I'm in there a lot every every other week. I'm in her head, and it. it may uh, be... Ah, <laughs> uh, we love you. It's just great. Thank you for being on the show. I want to tell you about some upcoming uh, podcasts. Um, we have got some big ones coming up. I've got, I'm, I'm not going to say some of these names. I'm going to tell you, uh, I've got a huge songwriter on the next one that is scheduled. He's so clever and funny, and I can't wait. Well, I'll tell you his name. It's Wynn Varble, and I love Wynn, um, and uh, he's going to be on the show uh, on the next episode. And then I've got uh, this uh, f- folk rock Folk and roll, she calls uh, her thing. She is a big Americana artist these days. Her name is Jamie Harris. I can't get enough of Jamie. She's going to be on the show. We've got Ava Page coming up. She's one of the new bre- uh, new breed here in, in Nashville. And I've got country royalty coming up. The daughter of Waylon Jennings and Jesse Coulter. Uh, and also her real dad is, was Dwayne Eddy. Uh, Jenny Eddie Jennings is uh, scheduled to be on the show too. And so we've got some great episodes coming up. So... Listen to the podcast. If you haven't heard the previous 12 episodes, we hope that you'll download them and give them a listen. Thank you for joining us on the podcast. And Pamela, thanks again. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to the Songwriter Connection podcast. Find us on social media at Songwriter Connection. Also, listen to Dave Linehan's Nashville Connection radio show. It streams live every Friday morning on WOBL and WNOI. 
Look for us on Facebook and YouTube. See you next time on Songwriter Connection. 